And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up, you tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 47. Not sure if there's going to be a 48, but thank you for joining. And as always, we have a great episode for you guys. We're going to talk about our experience. At Jam, we're going to talk about every all the craziness that's leading up to NCA and how they change some of their scoring heading into NCA because of all the the weather. I have another tip for you guys. We're going to move on to you know we're doing cheer A to Z, so we're on the letter B today. So we have a great one for B, and I'm sure we're going to talk about some other things. Oh, and the question of the week actually comes from me this time. So I'm going to present this question of the week this time. And uh, it's going to be a great episode. If it's your first time here, welcome. Definitely subscribe to the podcast so you never miss another episode. And then definitely everyone else, share this with someone. Share this with another cheer parent. Share this with a gym owner. Share this with a a fellow coach. And, um, you know, let's get the the word out about the uh, Let's Talk Cheer podcast. Definitely be sure. We haven't had one. We haven't said this in a long time. But leave a review. Leave a review. Say, hey, you know, go to Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. Leave a review. Hey, I love the podcast. Give it a five-star rating. Be the best because you're the best. And, yeah, anyway, but I cannot do this alone. You guys know her. You guys love her. Don't be less when you can be more. Brittany, more. What's going on? Just thinking about everybody heading to NCA. Um and regular life, uh, you know, those type of things. What's going on with you? Here we are, you know, NCA, you know, just got back. It's crazy because we just got back from jam. We got back from jam mm-hmm. on Monday. We practiced, what, Tuesday, Thursday, and now today is Friday. We leave today. We leave later today, uh, hopefully. No, no, no. Say not Friday. You're wrong. You're wrong. Today's Thursday. We practice Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, today, not Friday? You're right. You're right. You're completely right. We pra- we got back from jams on Tuesday. Oh, we got back from jams Monday night. Practice Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm still not used to having the weekend on a Wednesday. Um, Yeah, practice Tuesday, Wednesday. We leave today for NCA because we compete on Friday. Um, is that tomorrow? What's today? Yeah. It's- yeah, we compete tomorrow. So, um oh. Yeah, pretty crazy. So it has been, as you can tell, a blur of a week. Mm -hmm. But, you know, here we are. Um, Yeah, hold hold on. Let's see. Don't don't mind me, people. Is that going to work? That did not work. Oh, put on Do Not Disturb. There we go. I forgot to remind you before we started, so. Could you hear Siri just now? Nope. Okay. Well, I heard an email come through, and I did not want that thing to be pinging in my ear this entire episode. That happened in another episode, and it was pinging the whole time, and I was like, your computer's not, you're not disturbed. So, I just messed up. I am human, so my phone, or my computer's now, do not disturb, so we're going to be good. Anyway, um, so yeah, so we just got back uh, from, 
where we go? Vegas, we're at Jam. Yeah. Jam is great. I love Jam. Jam does a fantastic job. And Jam has um, truly has grown on me as, as a coach over the years. There used to be like little things that frustrated me. But now um, I really do. I, I really do look forward to jams. I think they, they put on a, a great event. Um, we're actually going to have on David Sims on the podcast. So I don't want to brag too much about jams right now because I want to be able to I want to be able to gush when he comes on the podcast and um, okay. you know, tell him everything. But, you know, I thought jams did a uh, great job. Um, but, you know, what were your thoughts on jams and everything? Then I'll hop in and, you know, I'll word vomit for a while. I thought jams was really good. Um, it was super nice that, you know, there was uh, no restrictions, you know, in Las Vegas. I think they lifted them, you know, a week, a couple weeks before we went. Um, I love their uh, the arena that they're in. Um, it's big. It's spacious. You're not, like, trampling over people. Um mm-hmm to get seats and at least get good seats. And I thought it ran pretty smoothly, like where the pit was for us parents. Um, I, I, I have one complaint, but the complaint is not about the, not about jams, not about the arena, just like some other parents from like different organizations, like they were just kind of rude a little bit. Like when, you know, obviously like there's not very much time in between, you know, uh, Susie down the streets gym and, you know, then our, we're competing or, you know, my kids or our gym, there's not much time in between. So I get that some gyms have like so many parents and so many people up there and then some don't, but of course you're like wanting to try to like get up to the front and get a good spot. And, like so there were there was a couple parents that were like super rude and you know I don't really know what gyms they were from I don't remember I don't care but you know De- in Vegas, people got the cocktails mixed in so you know they might be a little bit more uh uh what's that word their inhibitions might have been a little bit lowered yeah so you know how it Maybe. is <laughs> uh, I definitely do Jason <laughs> You know, I have to admit, like, I think I've said this on a podcast before, like, when we go to Vegas, like, I don't really, like, drink or, you know, get super drunk. Um, I usually, you know, have a couple drinks. And uh, this was the only time I've ever regretted staying at the same hotel as the coaches. Because I think I ran into every single one of you, and I'm like, oh, my God. Why? Why me? Of all people, me. Yeah. I think I just hold myself to I know. But, you know, parents are like, yeah, we're going to Vegas. Here we go. We're going to get a dinner, right? And I'm like, yo, who's watching the kids right now? I'm always wondering that. Like, I walked in the lobby. Well, who's watching the kids right now? And I'm like, oh, I guess I got someone watching the kids. So, anyway, it's always a fan favorite. Um, You know, parents love the event. So, Jam does a really, really good job. So, B, are you ready for story time with Jason? I'm always ready for story time with Jason. All right, here we go. This is this is a throwback jams one. So this is this reminded me. This actually happened. I didn't think of this story until we were at award ceremony, at the award ceremony at jams, and this story like popped in my head. And I was like, oh, I have to tell a story on the podcast. So <laughs> real quick, jams hands down has the best award ceremony in the industry. And it's not even close. It's not even close. Matt Goto does a great job with varsity. He really does. He does a great job. 
Um, but it's really just Matt kind of carrying the show with Varsity. Jams, for those of you guys who haven't been, they put on a full-on concert. And there's no other way to describe it. It's a full-on concert, right? They have background dancers. And, you know, they put on a cheer routines in the back. And the dancers come out. You know, music, light show, you know, confetti. Like, it's crazy, right, if you've never been. So it's, it's legit a full-on concert before the awards start. And then they start awards, you know, you do the big red chair. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And um, anyway, so just shout out to Jans for having the best award ceremony in the industry. Anyway, so here's story time with Jason. So at Jams, they, they don't read off all of the teams in the division. So if you have a, they only read off 75% of the teams in the division. So if there are more than three teams. They'll like if there's four teams in the division, they'll only name the top three, right? If there's, you know, eight teams in the division, they'll only read off the top six, right? And so some teams get left out. You know, you'll you'll find out where your score is later, but they don't read off every, they don't start at tenth place and go and in tenth place, you know, they'll just start, all right, we're gonna start in seventh place and move their way up, right? Okay. So back in the day, Jams used to have a slightly, I don't say slightly, Jams had a different score sheet than, than what Varsity uses. And you had to do different things to get into their high range. And, you know, these had different requir requirements, right? You know, and we had a, a pretty, we would have a pretty heavy, and this is back at TCM, we would have a pretty heavy Varsity um, schedule. And we would go Varsity, Varsity, Varsity. Then we'd have Jams in the middle of our schedule. And then we go Varsity, 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 right? And so we just weren't used to the um, the score sheet. And so we go, we hit our routine day one. Maybe we don't, maybe we like drop something. But anyway, we're like not in range at all for like anything. And we're in fourth place after day one. And we had been beating these teams all season long. Beating these teams, like same teams, we've been beating them all season long. Now we're in last play. We're at four out of four at jams. And, you know, we're furious, you know, these scores. And we go, we talk to them, mm -hmm. like, well, you know, you got to hit the score sheet. You're not doing this, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. And Ashley and I decided, you know what? We're going to change the routine. Like, we're not going out like that. So we changed, like, a bunch of things to try to get into, you know, their high range or score higher. Maybe we're in the high range, but we're just, like, low in the high range. But we're trying to change everything we can so we can – score higher. So if you do X, Y, and Z, you should score higher. We're like, all right. So we go and we talk to the kids, like, hey, you know, this is back in the day we used to share scores with the kids and placements and stuff. And we're like, all right, guys, you know, we're in last right now. Score sheet's different, but we're gonna, you know, do some things. So we change a bunch of things in the routine. And they go and they hit the routine the next day. And it looks great, right? I don't want to say it's like perfect, but you know they hit the routine, it looks good. Now, Jams does not, and they still don't, they don't give you score sheets after day two. Typical varsity event, after you compete on day two, well, day one and day two, they give you score sheets. Now, you don't know your placement, but they'll just give you score sheets so you can see how you scored. Jams does, okay. still does not give you score sheets. They give you deduction sheets, but they don't give you score sheets after day two. So you don't get your score okay. sheets back until after placement. Okay. So we don't have score sheets and we have to wait to see, you know, did our changes work? Did they not work? You know, how do we score? Yeah. We, have no, we have zero clue if it works. And so we go and they're, you know, 
10 awards and they announce the top teams, right? But there's four teams in the division. And in third place, this team. And in second place, this team. <laughs> <laughs> and our kids are just ecstatic because they didn't hear their name in second or third. They think they have made the comeback victory in one this thing. Right? Oh. And they're like, ah! ah! And in first place, you know, some team that's not PCM. And just devastated. I'm like, oh, man, I forgot to tell them. They only announced the top, you know, 75% of the division. So that is my uh, my great story because when they, yeah. Anyway, it just made me laugh because they, they I don't know, I'm not sure why. I got to ask David that. Why they, they, why they, why they just don't announce all, you know, teams in the division because yeah. four teams like Phenomenon who think, you know, we made the comeback. You know, we're still sitting in last place. It's a day, it's a day two. So, anyway, that's my jam story. Um, you got any, you got any great jam stories back there? No, I do. I like their event though. I think it's yeah. fun. I like you were saying about um, like they put like a full on concert in the red chair. Like I think that is so fabulous that they do that because it's supposed to be a celebration. Like it's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to be, you know, like the red chair, like that is super cool. I mean, yeah. I like that, you know, they're throwing the bracelets to everybody and beads and all kinds of stuff. So um, I don't have any crazy jam stories, but I 100% agree with you. They do a fabulous job. They do. Can't wait to have David on the pod. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. Um, but yeah, teams look really good. I thought the team, Junior White, Playing it again. I told you they're motivated, B. I told you. You try to play me. They're motivated. So yeah, Junior White is good. I am proud of them. Let's go. Um, junior Stars with the prep grand champ. Yeah. Black with the grand level three grand champ. So you know, here we go. So all right, here we go. Moving right along, we are going to get into the sounds like that question of the week. So we were uh, going through the um, competition the other day, and we were bumping our American Cheer anthem. And someone's like, "What? What's that? All the kids are singing." I'm like, "Oh, it's our, it's our anthem. It's literally at jam." I was like, "Oh, it's our American Cheer anthem. It has like all of our gym words and our sayings and all the stuff." And the kids love it, and they go, and we just get hyped to it. We you know we want the warm up. So, oh, where'd you get that done? We got that done by sounds like that. So if you want an American Cheer anthem, then or you just want fire music like American Cheer, go to soundslikethat.com, or you can click in the link in the description, fill out the, little, fill out the form, someone will get back to you, and maybe it's too late this season to get new music, but next season, put it on your list to get music done by Sounds Like That, and tell them the Let's Talk Cheer podcast sent you. Anyway, here we go. This is a Sounds Like That question of the week, and D, unlike, unlike usual, I have submitted the question of the week. So, are you ready okay. for the question of the week? Yeah, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm ready. You're nervous. Drum roll, please, for the question of the week. <laughs> Not sure why there was a delay, but here we go. So, the question of the week, let me pull this up real quick. And this kind of stems off of last week's 
question or last week's coach's comment when I was talking about, you know, which one would I get rid of first? You know, bad judging, bad, uh, you know, parent complaints. Uh, I can't remember what the other ones were. No bad performances. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, for me, it has to be parent complaints. But I wanted to follow that up with, you know, parents might be out there listening. Like, you know, what if, what if we have a legit complaint? Like, what do we do? We have a legit complaint, but, you know, coaches don't want to hear parent complaints. Like, what do we do? So here's the question of the week. And also, you can send in your questions. If you have a question that you want to answer, you don't want me just making up my own questions, then you can send them in. Send them in to myself or Brittany on Instagram. You can just DM us, DM me at Jason Larkins, or you can send them into Brittany Moore, B.Moore, triple underscore. And, um, you know, we'll be sure to answer your question on air. Here we go. So how can parents complain without complaining? That's a great question brought to us by whoever sent that in. How can parents complain without complaining? So I'm going to give you some some real life advice right now, how you can complain without complaining. Um, you know, how you can like vent your feelings without, and really what you want to do is you want to be able to get, you want to, you want to be able to be heard, like get your point across without damaging the relationship. And that's really at the essence of this. You want to be heard, say what you observe, you know, have a cordial conversation without damaging the relationship. And we do that a lot of times. We feel that when we have conversations, we have one of two choices we can keep the relationship intact and not say anything, but let like, you know, that bad behavior continue to happen. Or we can say something, right? Get whatever's off our chest or say whatever we need to say or try to get to the bottom or whatever. But at the same time, uh, damage the relationship, right? Because usually you have a hard conversation with someone, the relationship isn't ever quite the same or it takes a while to repair. So, I'm going to just run through some tips on what parents can do. And it's really just life in general tips, but we're talking about parents since we were talking about parents last week. What parents can do to communicate with their coaches or their gym owner or their gym directors and, have, you know, kind of keep that relationship open. So the first thing, and typically, um, you know, something happens. This is what typically happens. Someone says something at practice or a coach makes a decision at practice and, you know, daughter, athlete is upset about it or parent sees it and is upset about it. And they go home, write an email, and then, you know, it happens. So my suggestion would be, and this isn't hard and fast, so don't kill me in the comments later and go, oh, well, you know, this, what about this situation? This is just a general rule. But parents, sleep on it. Let your emotions calm down first. Um, I talked about this in another podcast, but, you know, there's that fight or flight. And when you get angry, and this is all of us, when we get angry and we feel like we're in a threatening situation, the blood leaves our brain. When it leaves our brain, it goes to our other limbs, right? Our, our arms and our legs, right? So that we can get ready to actually like literally fight. But we're not literally going to fight. We're just going to have words but you're literally not using the part of your brain that makes logical decisions. So then you spew out all this 
craziness, right? You spew out all this anger, right? And so you send an email and you say things that you probably wouldn't necessarily say if you were in the right state of mind, right? And a lot of times we see that happening and we go, you know, we get in an argument with a friend and we go, why did I say that? Or why didn't I say that, right? So my suggestion, we first something happens, sleep on it, right? Sleep on it and let the, um, that anger kind of subside so you can think clearly. Next, now I would not, my biggest suggestion, I'm not sure what order to do this in, but I'll just, I'll say both of them and say, you know, my preference. Um, I, if you are going to send an email, write your email and have someone else read it back. Have someone else read it. Have your husband read it. Have, have your child read it. Now, you might, I don't want my child reading this because you know your child's going to go, Mom, please do not send that. Right? She's gonna try to speak. She's gonna try. And there's some truth to that because she knows your your kid knows you sound crazy right now. You know. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing to do is I have I either have Ashley read it. Well, I actually do both. Virtually on every email I send. And and this is like very important. Virtually on every email I send, I do both of these things. I have Ashley read it, and I have Siri read it. Why do I do that? One, because especially if I'm angry and upset, I know that I'm prone to say something stupid. And mm-hmm. unlike, you know, for me, this is my livelihood, right? This is how I eat and keep a roof over our head and all those things. And if I say something stupid in an email, that could that could get me fired, like legit get me fired. Um, if I say something really, really stupid in an email, it could legit like really it could like kick me out of the industry. It cannot be a part of this industry anymore if I say something really, really stupid. So I have to be really careful about the thing that I say. So I actually read it and actually go, oh, well, you know. And the other thing I do is have Siri read it. So, you know, I highlight the email, you know, you, you, know, you can highlight and click bold or <laughs> underline or whatever. You know, there's one that says speak and I have Siri read it. Siri reads it back to me and Siri reads it with no tone. Siri reads it with, no, you know, how may I help you, right? Little robot voice. You might change yours to like a sexy Australian man reading yours, but yeah, I have the regular Siri voice. Um, <laughs> sexy Australian man. <laughs> oh, goodness. Good day, mate. Good day, Brittany. <laughs> that was a decent Australian accent. I'm going to give myself a round of applause for that. There we go. <laughs> so... But I have Siri read it back because Siri reads it back with zero tone and I can hear how it comes off because I have a different, I am pretty animated when I talk. I know how I want things to come off and all Mm -hmm. of us do that. We know how we want things to come off, but when Siri reads it back to us, or a lot of times there's this good skit on um, Key and Peele. Is that the name of the show? Key and Peele? I think it's Key and Peele. Anyway, it's on... um, Tommy Central. Anyway, um, but there's this good skit. These two friends are texting each other, and one is like saying, and I, I can't any, I can't even think of any examples off the top of my head. But one is texting it, and he's like happy to go meet him at the bar, and the other one, he's the way he's reading it, it's like he's he's taking offense to it, and he's like, hey man, 
where you been at? You know, I haven't seen you in a while. And he's saying like, yo, where you been at? I haven't seen you in a while, right? And so it's just funny saying how they see each other at the bar. One's like ready to fight. And, and he's like, hey, what's up? Anyway, but we always like want, we, we always, we have intentions when we send it, when we text something, but that doesn't mean the person receiving it is going to take it that way. So I fear read it back to me, as I said, 8,000 times now. And I hear what it sounds like when it's just read in plain text and go, oh, you know what? That, that sounded a little harsh. Like that's not the way I wanted that, that part to come out. And then I'll, re mm -hmm. I'll, re I'll rewrite it again. I'll have Ashley read it. And Ashley will give me her instinct, right? And she'll go, ah, you know, maybe change this to this. And I go, awesome, right? And I would honestly suggest the same thing to parents. Have Siri read it. Have someone who's not angry and upset read it. And go, you know, th that came off a little hard, a little harsh. Maybe you want to say it like this. And then, you know, again, once you say something, you know, there's a good quote that says, um, uh, people don't remember what you did, but they always remember how you made them feel. They always remember what you did, but they always remember how you made them feel. So, you know, once you hit send, you're not unsending emails and you can say something and, you know, people don't forget, right? So there's that. The other thing I would do as a parent, or just a suggestion as a parent, is really the best thing is to have, the, the, the best thing to do is have face-to-face -face conversation. Face-to-face mm -hmm. -face conversation, and we talked about this last time, about being able to read people's body language. We know, you know, we all watched the movie Hitch with Will Smith, and he said, you know, 90% of, you know, things communicated are nonverbal, right? And so we want to be able to have real face-to-face -face communication where we can, you know, read the room and sense each other's emotion. You can see if someone's being sincere. You can see if someone's being um, sarcastic. You can read their tones. You can sense their body language. And all of that is super important when communicating. So instead of just saying, everything out in the email and then just going back and forth you know we're you know just going to verbally attack each other for a while it's a lot mm -hmm. better just to get in the same room and so and i know it's a lot easier just to type on the keyboard right it's, it's a lot more time efficient kind of in the short run it's more time efficient just to send a quick email or send a long email and then just send it off okay that's how i feel but in the long run now I got to read the email. I got to think about what I'm going to say. I send it back. And that can end up taking several days when you can just say, hey, we're going to set up a meeting for tomorrow at this time or, you know, two days from now at this time. Let's talk about what happened, right? But that communication is just 10 times better. Um, the last thing I will say is, so first is try to have a person-to-person, -person, um, a person-to-person face-to-face -person, uh, conversation. Now, the last thing, I will give you some good advice on how to actually construct a hard conversation because hard conversations are going to come up and if you're going to be able to be you know have success communicating you're gonna to have to have hard conversations you're not gonna be able to avoid hard conversations well you can avoid them it's not gonna make your life any easier by avoiding hard conversations so here we go should you have a hard conversation what you want to do is simply state the black and white facts first. State black and white facts first, not your opinion on the black and white facts, 
or your emotions behind the black and white fact, something that everyone can and would have observed that's not arguable, and then state your story that you got from that, from those black and white facts. Because black and white facts mean one thing to me and they mean another thing to you. Like we can interpret black and white facts differently. So what you do is state the facts that actually happened and then state your interpretation of what happened and then give them the opportunity to present their story. So mm -hmm. I will give you an example. Josh and I coached Junior Blue together. And we're trying to decide who is going to be point dancer. Is it going to be Becky, Becca, or is it going to be Susie, Susan, right? Who's it going to be? Becca, Susan. And I really want Susie. He wants Becca. And we're sitting there, and we've got to make this decision, like, right now. And I'm like, I think it should be, I think it should be Susie. Yeah, she's been doing this, she's doing this. And he's like, no, I think it should be Becca. And, 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 this, and the conversation gets a little bit heated, right? And I'm like, no, it should be Becky, it should be Susan, right? Blah, blah, And you know, I just go ahead and I go, we don't have time. The choreographer's here right now. We only have 30 minutes left to get this done. It's, let's, let's just go with Susie, right? And we go with Susie. Conversation gets a little heated. I say it's going to be Susie. And we go. A little bit of tension in the air. Like I feel the tension in the air. Nothing else really happens. But I feel the tension in the air. Practice ends. I decide that I'm going to go to the bathroom when practice ends, right? Practice ends, good dance, whatever. I go to the bathroom. And when I come out, Josh is no longer at the gym, right? It was our last game of the night. Josh is no longer at the gym. He goes, you know, for all I know, he, he, he has gone home. And typically, Josh says goodbye to me. Hey, see you later, see you tomorrow. Good practice today, whatever. He just says goodbye to me. And I'm like, dude, where'd Josh go? He just left. I get home and, you know, I should see me moping around. So like, what's wrong? Like. Uh, you know, Josh and I got in this argument about who's going to be point dancer, if it's going to be Susie or Becky, and I, I chose Susie, and then whatever, then he just, like, left without saying goodbye, he pissed off at me, and, you know, whatever, so I'm going to talk to him tomorrow about this whole thing, and, you know, whatever, and, you know, so, you know, decent story, right, and I come next day, and I'm like, Josh, I can't believe you would just, why would you be so immature to, like, I said it needed to be Susie, and you're so immature that you had to leave, practice earlier and I leave practice. I mean, you, know, you left practice, you didn't say bye to me, like we were bigger than that and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, go off on him, right? And then Josh, if I come at him with my fist doubled up, that means he's gonna come at me with his fist doubled up and, you know, attack me, right? Now, here's a better way to handle that same situation. I go to the bathroom, I come out, Josh is not there. I'm like, dude, that's kind of weird. Josh didn't, I, I, it seems like me and Josh got beef now. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. So here's how I can handle that situation better. I can state my facts, state my story on the facts, and then give him an opportunity to explain his side of the story. Hey, Josh, can we talk for a second? Yeah, sure. Um, hey, man. Um, yesterday, you after, after Junior Blue got done with practice, I went to the bathroom. When I came out, you were gone, right? I stated exactly what happened. No one can negotiate that. Junior Blue was going to practice. I went to the bathroom. I came out. He was gone. And you usually say bye to me. So it kind of feels, you usually say, say bye to me. So I get the sense that you're upset with me because of what happened with choreography, 
Like, am I reading into that? Is that, am I totally off base or is that, you know, you think that's accurate, right? Oh no, man. Now he gets his side to, now he gets his side to, now he gets his turn to explain. Oh no, man. That's totally not what happened. I was going to say bye. You went to the bathroom. Then I got a call from Bailey and she, it sounded like she needed me immediately. So I had to go run and go pick her up. So sorry. I didn't get the chance to say bye to you yesterday, but yeah. I don't care about, you know, if it's Susie or Becky. Like, I thought it should be Becky, but honestly, they're both great dancers, and, you know, we can move on, right? And that totally different way of handling the situation. We can keep, I got to say how I felt, and a lot of times, we as people, a lot of times, we as people put our own, we read the, we read the worst into people when it comes to those heated confrontations. And we go, well, they did this because they don't like me. And they did this because they're mad at me. And they did this. And we put ourselves in the center of, like, the world revolving around us. And we're like, you know, it, of course it's me. And a lot of times, it's not, you know, people have other lives, you know, and other storylines, you know, other things happening in their lives that cause them to do other things, right? Um, so, you know, I think that's a great, I think a lot of times parents miss that is that, they read into their own, they go, oh, he has it out for my daughter. This is how I know he has it out for my daughter because of this. And then, you know, and then they tell themselves the story and then they attack the coaches with that story. And the coach like, yeah, that is, literally has nothing to do with it. We just did that because of, of, we put her in the back of that formation because it was an easier transition because we needed her. There's a very true story. We, um, I tour with a, uh, a girl named Megan O'Connor. Um, rest in peace, Meg. So, but she was a senior my uh, rookie year at SFA. And our coach is making the dance formation, right? And he's making the dance formation. And it was like all the girls in front. They didn't really uh, judge guys and dance. So it was all the girls in front, then the guys behind. And we, he's putting the dance formation in. He's this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl. And Megan has not been picked to go up in the dance and she is pissed and you know she's puffing and puffing you know she's only like four foot eight <laughs> she's puffing and puffing in the back and um and Brad's like are you okay Megan and and she says no I'm not like what why are these girls in front of me in front of the dance you know I'm a senior on this team and everybody's like it's not the Megan O'Connor show and it is the Megan O'Connor show. I will never forget. It is, this is the Megan O'Connor show. And he's like, well, I have you doing a basket in the back, right? He was highlighting her basket. I was going to go in the back of the routine, right? Because we needed those extra points. She was really good at baskets. And his plan wasn't to, you know, not highlight her in the – he didn't take her out of the dance because it was a punishment. Like, hey, you're not a good dancer. He wanted to highlight her basket in the dance so he can get those, you know, extra basket points, right? Um, but the classic case of miscommunication, right? She's reading into the story one way when he has a totally different story in his mind or totally different intention. So anyway, that is the, uh, that's my thing. So let me see. Point you to take away. Sleep on it. Don't send it angry. If you're going to send an email, sleep on it. Wait a day, wait two days or so. And obviously that depends on how severe the situation is, but definitely wait a little bit. If you're going to send an email, make sure that Someone else reads the email with an objective lens. You don't want someone else who's just as angry as you read the email. Like, oh, no, you need to put this in the email, too. Have Siri read it back to you so you can hear what it sounds like without 
um, the, the tone that you're inflecting or you, you intend to inflect. So you can hear it just straight and go, okay, I didn't come off the way I wanted to. Have a face-to-face conversation. That is always what's best, a face-to-face conversation. And then lastly, state what the true facts are that no one can dispute. Then state, this is the story I got from those facts. What's your story? You do that, I promise you, I'll have way better conversations and way better results. You have way better, you know, the relationship will be better in the end and the, um, and the results will be way better at the end. So anyway, B, I rambled on about how to have a great conversation. What you got? Um, a good friend of mine, um, Alicia, told me one time to wait 24 hours before responding if, you know, something happens. And I think this was like our last like real season. So it was like 1920 season aside from this season. And something had happened at practice or something irritated me. And I can't remember what it was at all. And I was sitting with her at practice and she had told me, she's like, Brittany, because I was, I was pretty heated. And she's like, don't respond. Wait 24 hours, sleep on it, and then see how you feel. Well, the next day, you know, midday, she had texted me and was like, hey, did you send your email or whatever I was going to do? And I said, no, I'm not really worried about it anymore. Like, I, I'm over it. And that was a really good lesson for me. Like, I'm, I'm super glad that she told me that. And it's really cool that you said that, too. Um, and I have definitely used that in cheer life, mom life, friend life, husband and wife life, every yeah. in, in general. Um, so I really like that. And um, I think it's just I, I I agree, you know, having like open like conversation with someone and just trying not to be I, it's really hard for me um, to not like be on the defense all the time. I just always think I'm right. And I always want someone to like take my suggestion. And I have worked on that for a while. And it's gotten so much better. So just kind of like hearing people's side of it, like you said, you know, pointing out the black and white, hearing their side here, you know, and then because we have to, we need to get along. Everybody needs to. Um, And I think just, you know, having that open form of communication with your coaches, um, that's, I is always been like a really big benefit for me. Yeah. And people have, you know, and people have bad days, you know, it's not like coaches don't have bad days. But at least when you give them the opportunity to tell their side of the story, you know, this happened um, a while ago, a few years ago at this point, but I had been working all day in the office. We didn't have any teams that day. It must've been a Friday because I've been working all day in the office trying to catch up on emails and I'm going and I, I had to walk into the lobby. So I had to walk into the back offices um, of our gym. And so to get from my office to the back offices, I have to cross through the lobby of the gym, right? So to go through the lobby, and as I'm walking back, a parent sitting there, um, guessing her daughter has class or something like that, right? And I'm walking back, and she said something to me. I kind of snapped at her, right? And, and I, you know, I kept walking, kept doing my business, and, go, and I felt like really bad. So I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of snapped at her or whatever. And so if I keep going, and I'm doing my work, or whatever, and I'm stressed out about something. And she, she, you know, she comes to the office, like, hey, Jason, can we talk? And, and, you know, and she said, you know, hey, I was kind of I was kind of offended by what you said to me back there. 
And, and I'm like, I'm I'm totally sorry. I, I know. Like, I just, and I, so I literally like pulled up my email. I was like, I've been in here all day. My food hasn't been delivered. Like I haven't eaten. I've been answering these emails. My shoulder, like, I've been answering these emails all day long. And I'm just a little on edge. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to, you know, come off like that. Right. And, you know, there was a time, you know, in that situation, I was 100% guilty of snapping on her or, or doing whatever. And, but she gave me the opportunity <clears throat> to explain myself and go, hey, Jason, like, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like, and she came in like, hey, do you have a problem with me? And I was like, yeah. no, I, I, I don't have a, right. But she like asked me that question, like, do you have a problem? No, I don't have a problem. I'm so sorry. Like, I did snap. I was, you know, just a little on edge. Like, I'm a little hangry. I'm a little stressed out. And, you know, that was just, you know, yes. a, another thing on my plate when you asked me just now, right? So, yeah. you know, my bad, right? But, you know, I appreciate that she she did that because we're all human. We're all going to do things like that. But I think giving someone, instead of her coming in and like just attacking me, like it really helped me out for her to give me the opportunity to kind of explain my side. And she goes, right, I understand, you know, and, you know, we hugged it out and we, and we, you know, you know, we moved on or whatever. Um, but parents, I really do suggest not sending crazy emails. This is a, this is a very true story, B, I'm about to tell you, because no one wants to deal with crazy. This is a very true story I'm about to tell you. We leave PCM, we come to American, right? And some kids decided that they were going to, actually, sorry, this one particular family was having us falling out at PCM the same time we were leaving PCM, right? They were having a falling out with PCM for just, you know, other reasons, other issues they were having. And they were going to go to a different gym. I am at American, been here for a while now, right? And this other gym owner calls me. Hey, Jay, what's going on? How's American going? Oh, yeah, it's great. You know, we're going, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's good. Hey, I want to talk to you about um, this family. Yeah, what's up? Um, they're asking for a spot in the program. You know, how's the kid? Oh, the kid's great. Yeah, she's a hard worker. She's a big kid. Yeah, I love the kid. She's a great kid. I love, I love coaching her. She's an awesome kid. How, <laughs> how the parents? Oh, the mom's crazy. Mom is great. Mom's wild. Oh, oh, I don't have time for crazy. I'll tell them we have a spot in the program. Right? So, guys, that's a real conversation I had with a real gym owner. How's the kid? Kid's great. Love coaching the kid. How's the parents? Mom's wild. I, mom is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't got time for cra- another crazy parent in my gym. I'll tell them we do not have a spot. And I'll tell you this. I never saw that kid in that uniform. So, you know, you don't want to deal with crazy. You know, and it's crazy to, uh, it's not crazy, but it's, Sometimes it's funny to me, like I am no way, shape or form, like a perfect parent. Like I have my own flaws um, as a cheer mom. Like, you know, I think certain ways, think of my kids certain ways, just like every parent does. Most of the time, I just feel like I'll just keep it to myself type of thing Mm -hmm. because this is life. It's teaching my children, like, you know, when they get, you know, they get in trouble at practice or they have a bad day at practice or I don't like this or I don't like that. I most of the time choose to keep things to myself because Mm -hmm. 
there are so many life lessons that my children are being taught. Um, For example, my daughters are obsessed and love Claire and Bailey, as I do too. And they would be on their teams. They would love to be on their teams forever. They are. Um, forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, you know, joke for no one who got that. <laughs> they used um, to be very intimidated by Coach Ashley. And they were just like, oh, my goodness. Like, they, they're so used to Bailey and Claire. Um, I don't want to say being soft on them, but kind of being soft on them they're a little bit more soft-spoken I guess Mm -hmm. than Ashley I don't know they were intimidated by Ashley now they love Ashley because Ashley I feel like pushes them further and they really want to it breaks them out of their comfort zone and they had to learn themselves you know I remember one of the first practices that they had when they moved on to elite and they were like, I don't want to do it anymore. It's too hard. And now they're, they don't think that way because they have learned how to deal with different sides of coaching. And that is what is good for children. I mean, think about it. When I was younger, when you were younger, when some of these other parents were younger, they were pushed probably a lot harder than they want their children to be pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what made them the type of people that they are. So why wouldn't we want our children to be made into fine adults like we are. Productive Does that members make sense? of society. Yeah, for sure. Productive members of society. Um, so I, I don't know. I just tend to try to keep it to myself and let my kids learn their own lessons. And I kind of also think, you know, going back to that email when you said probably wouldn't be a good idea to let your kids read it because it's also how is this going to affect my children? Um, mm-hmm. I don't ever want my kids to think like, I can't tell mom something because she'll take it to the extreme or I, it's such a happy medium of, yes, my mom has my back. Yes. My mom will do something or no, I can't tell my mom or my dad anything because they'll never do anything. So it's a very fine line right there. Um, but as a, my daughters are only 11 years old. I have to take their, I, they're mentally able to, help make some decisions. So mm-hmm. if they want me to do something, I I will. If they're like, no, please don't, then I won't. Only with certain things though. No, for sure. Yeah, it's all great assault. Some things you have to be like, no kid, you don't understand. That line was crossed and I'm gonna do this. Or that wasn't that big of a deal, kid. Yeah, you'll be fine, right? So, yeah, all right. So here we go. Moving on, um, again, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe. That's what you need to do, subscribe. Leave a review, share this with someone, but we're going to move on. NCA is getting wild. Um, I literally leave in like two hours or so to head to the airport. Flights have been getting canceled like crazy. This is going to be, make sure, again, make sure you tune in next week because we're going to be talking about NCA. I have no idea what's going to happen, but something, there is going to be a great story that happens or a very sad story that happens. Um because of everything going on with NCA right now. So and I'm not talking about like a tragedy. I'm just talking about like a team will lose that, you know, thought they could win, right? Because of everything that's going on. So um, if you don't know, if your team's not going to NCA, you know, 
or your, you know, anyone in your gym's not going to NCA, but the weather's crazy. Flights are getting canceled like crazy heading into Dallas. And people, you know, some people, you know, doesn't seem like may, you know, some people may or may not make it, I guess. So, you know, the competition is, for us, we have a team, uh, international level four, so they're competing, what, Friday and Sunday. And then co-ed three is competing Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Some teams, and because of flight can't cancel, some teams aren't going to make it in to their first day on on Friday. And maybe even some teams on Saturday might not make it. But what they're, so what they've proposed is, and I proposed, is what they are doing. Typically, varsity is 25-75, 25% day one. 75% of your score comes from your day two score. And then they combine those things, they do the math, and voila, there is your final score. And, you know, whoever wins, whoever has the highest final score wins. However, NCA has decided that they will take your 100% of your higher score. So if you have a higher score on day one, that is your final score. If you have a higher score on day two, that is your final score. And it'll give teams um, who maybe if all their athletes don't make it there for their day one performance, it'll give them an opportunity to go out on the floor at least. Maybe they don't get a great score, but then they can, if everyone is assuming everyone is there on Sunday, they can take the floor on Sunday and, you know, and that will be their, you know, their score, right? So they can still remain competitive without having like, without having to take a goose egg on day one. So that is definitely going to come in handy for sure. Um, I had another friend from a, you know, I had a friend from a different gym text me like, yeah, how do you feel about, you know, the score? And I was like, I'll, I'll let you know on Sunday, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so sometimes you're the pigeon, sometimes you're the statue. Um, you know, but I really, I really am praying that everyone can make it there safely and that teams can take the floor. Um, <clears throat> the teams can go out there and take the floor, you know, because we work super hard you know this is one of those events that people look forward to um for you know they look forward to this event for a long time it's like the event people have circled on their schedule or on the calendar um it's the event that people you know most of our gym does not go to this event we only take two teams we have 12 teams in the gym we take two teams right so lots of kids you know grow up waiting for their opportunity to come or sorry to go to nca and and now we have weather issues, right? So, you know, here we are. So I just, um, you know, I think it's really going to show us um, the type of people that we are. Are we going to be people who are resilient? Are we going to be people who, you know, can bounce back from things? Are we going to be people who are positive, right? So, you know, and all that will have an impact on the uh, final outcome. But, you know, but honestly, really praying for everyone, hoping everyone makes it safely. I hope that everyone can go out there and, um, you know, write the story that they want out there. So, you know, again, tune in next week because I will recap you on everything that happened at NCA because I'm sure, you know, we're this tip of the iceberg right now. Um, so, you know, our flight has been canceled and then delayed. So, you know. I never it. really thought that, um, I mean, I feel like the girl, my girls are still like, learning like the competitions that they really love mm -hmm. um and they 
this is like they're like they're two years older than the last time you guys you know like physically went to NCA. Mm -hmm. So you know this yesterday they were like well yesterday and a couple of days before they're like in, they're going to NCA they're going to NCA I'm like yeah and you know last night Rylan was like I can't wait till we get to go to NCA one day yeah. and I was like me neither babe I'm like <laughs> I, I want to know what all the hype is like I want to see it and I feel like it's one of those things that you don't know until you get there and you've experienced it. Yeah. Um, one of my friends that has went, she's like, that was the top best competition ever, like my favorite. So definitely we're sending you guys like lots of luck. Um, but I will say this, I am very glad that I am not going. Um, <laughs> I had one of my friends that lives in Texas. She texted me the other day and asked, Hey, are you guys going to be in Dallas this weekend? Um, because I had posted about spray tans. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, they, they're only taking our level three and level four team. And she, you know, told me, okay, because my daughter, her daughter, PJ was like, if they're going to Dallas, we're making the drive. They're like three yeah. hours. Um, you know, but uh, I'm glad I'm not going because I would be stressed to the max about flight changes and cancellations and all that. So I'm really glad I don't have to deal with it. Sad. I you know, don't get to experience it, but one day, um, one day. and you know, I see all these things on some mom groups that I'm in and I just like, my heart just kind of like breaks for these moms and or dads that are having to like scramble. One mom, I think I saw yesterday, her flight had been canceled seven different times Man. and they were from Washington and she's like, we're just saying screw it and we're driving. Washington um, DC or state? Uh, Washington state. Ooh, girl. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I've made the drive to Texas. Well, I mean, to Hermley, Texas, and it took us 15 hours, 45 minutes. So add an additional three hour, at least three hours on top of that. Um, I'm just, you know, it, it's so crazy. I feel so bad for everybody, but I hope that all the teams go out and kill it and have a good time and the you know, the stress and the worry will all be worth it once you get there. It will be. The work is worth it. That's NCA's slogan. So the work is going to be worth it. I cannot wait to tell stories from Dallas. So anyway, we're coming up on the uh, end of this. So I'm going to, I'm going to um, hop into this coaches or what, what are we doing? A to Z, cheer A to Z, because I said that we are. So we're doing cheer A to Z. We're on the letter yeah. B this week. So if you don't know what cheer A to Z is, cheer A to Z. We go through the alphabet letters a through z and i pick a letter in the alphabet or the next letter in the alphabet and give you a random coach's tip on you know on that letter so last week was a you should use the word and instead of but and i explained that so go back to listen to that if you haven't listened to that this week is b b is bring it in formation so this is one of my favorite things i love this bring it in formation is exactly what it sounds like it is a bring it in Formation. So we tell the kids all the time at practice, hey guys, bring it in, right? And they come in real quick and, you know, we talk to them about whatever we're talking to them about, right? Begin at practice, end of practice, middle of practice, whatever it is. So they bring it, so we actually put the kids in a formation for that. So they go to the same spot every time. Now, some years we're more disciplined about it than others, but in general, we have the bring it in formation and we simply have our flyers line up in the front and then the seconds and the mains and the back spots, right? They have front spots, we'll put them in the front too as well, whatever, right? But it's super easy with the bringing in formation. We can take roll super easily, uh, especially for a competition or something. Hey guys, good, you're bringing in formation. Good, um, who's missing in your stunt group? Stunt group check. 
and all the flyers can turn around and they literally can turn around and they can see straight down the line if all of their people are there in their stunt group. Oh yeah, everyone's here. Oh no, Susie's missing. Awesome. Okay, yeah, Susie said she's gonna be late. But we can we can easily take roll like super quick like that. Um, the other thing that it does is it's an automatic picture formation. Hey guys, we're gonna take a picture. You know, it's always like herding cats trying to get these kids in a in a photo. So, you, hey guys, bring in information. There you go. And we can also snap a picture with that real quick. But bringing information saves a lot of time. Um, saves a lot of time. Super easy to take role. The kids know exactly where they go. And, you know, it's a spot they can go to every time, especially as many times as we bring it in. Just bring it in because we got things to do. Um, there's a good good line I read in a book, but it said, like, um, like the best coaches obsess about those little details, like how they can – it actually said teachers – but about how, how quickly kids can line up or how quickly kids can pass out papers. They obsess over those little details because those little details are what like separates you and make have a, let you have an efficient like classroom, right? Same thing, obviously, in coaching. When we can master like those little things like that, that those things really build up momentum, lets us, lets us have a really efficient practice. And um, yeah, so coaches at home, use your bringing information. You can use your bringing information as well. Like, hey, Rylan, you're on the right, okay? And now I, I know which one is which. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they do have their certain sides, but I like that one. I'm glad that you explained it because this past weekend in Vegas, I heard Coach Bailey say, hey, let's get your bringing in formation for a picture. So, thank you for explaining what that is. There we go. We didn't even need a question of the week for that. So, all right, V. Um, I guess, is there anything else we want to talk about right now? I thought we talked about at all i don't think so i know you got a plane to catch and uh i got some carpets to shampoo so i don't have anything if you don't have anything everybody have a great time at nca safe travels we love you can't wait to be back can't wait to tell the great stories it's crazy i have no idea what's going to happen but i just you know i already i can already just feel it in my bones i'm like oh my gosh and then and then she ran in from backstage. So she came off her plane. She hopped on stage. We nailed it. It was great. Anyway, so again, if you're new here, be sure to subscribe. Uh, be sure to share this with someone. If you want to make a financial donation to the podcast, you can click the link in the description. You can donate as little as 99 cents a month. 99 cents. It's nothing. You can donate that a month to the podcast. You can help support. And, um, you know, other than that, Oh, leave a review, five-star review, and I don't know, B, if you if you don't have anything else, can't wait to be back. Um, let's wrap this thing up. Five, six, seven, eight. We're out. We're out. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.